Welcome to International Podcast Month, or IPM. IPM is brought to you by the organizational team, Cole, Tess, and Theron. A very special thank you to all of our participants, without whom this event wouldn't be possible. And now, on to the episode. Hello, friends. Welcome to the International Podcasting Month's organized actual play. In this episode, we will be playing Bell Songs by Natalie the Knife. Natalie, where can where can our audience find Bell Songs? I believe the URL URL is rpgnatalie.itch.io um, slash, I think it's bell-songs? Yes. Aha, thank you, Will. So to start out, we're going to introduce everyone, so Elizabeth, take it away. Hi, everybody. I'm Elizabeth Wilcox, and you might know me from the Dimension Door podcast. My pronouns are she, her. Where can we find, just quickly, Elizabeth, where can we find the Dimension Door podcast online? Is there like a Twitter or? Yeah, you can follow us at Dimension Pod on Twitter, where our pinned post is a link tree with all of our links all over the internet. Okie dokie. Uh, I'm Mike. Um, you might have seen me on the Untitled Dice Game uh, podcast where we play Monster of the Week or on Twitch where I run a custom Blades in the Dark World. You can find me on Twitter at UDG Mike, and you can find all of our cool stuff by uh, Googling Untitled Dice Game or using some version of Untitled Dice and Game uh, in your Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, <laughs> MySpaces. <laughs> You're smart people. You've got this. I believe in you. We believe in you. You, you can fucking do it. Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, hi, my name is Natalie. Uh, I am Natalie the Knife. I use she, her pronouns. Uh, you can't find me on the, the internet. I won't let you. Um, I'm invisible and unseeable. I'm Will. Um, I'm part of the uh, Piece of Cake Podcasting Network, which can be found on Twitter at POC Podcasting. Um, and I'm just going to plug our next newest, greatest audio drama, uh, Ritual 6, which can be found at Ritual 6. Our pinned tweet uh, at the time of this recording, at least, is about the cast and all our wonderful players for the podcast. So go check that out. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. So, yes, today we're playing Bell Songs. Um, Coincidentally, I wrote this game. Let's start at the top. Uh, Will, can I ask you to read this? All right. Songs of the Woods. We work. We sing. We tread hot ground under a hotter sun. We hold each other, we cry together, we celebrate, and we must protect each other. When you are as small as we are, there is nothing to do but band together. When the threats that bear down upon your world are so large you cannot imagine them, there is nothing to do but to cling to each other and refuse to let go. When you have nothing, you must build together, and build we shall. So in this game, we are going to be playing as anthropomorphic animals of some sort in the style of stories like Redwall, Watership Down, Mouse Guard, and stuff like that. This is going to be a GMless game, so there is no sort of person who is in charge of the fiction. We're all building it together. To start out with our character creation stuff, uh, we have to build or pick a home together. Um, the three of y'all, are there any options here that super excite you on the surface that you really are like, ooh, I want to play at that kind of place? So uh, when I was looking at this last night in the shower, uh, like a nerd, um, I got to this part, and when I saw this ship, I had like this 
amazing thought that because i you know since i asked the question i wasn't sure how big we were you know Mm -hmm. but i had this amazing thought where like um we are like living in this uh like shipwreck in like 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 a river or something like that that we've just kind of like colonized since there's no people around anymore i don't know for some reason like i think i was thinking more animal than than anthropomorphic you know Uh. and so i like i just imagined like this this like big boat with like a bunch of animals trying to like live in it and it's like you know (laughs) sick as fuck like like sinking or stuck in mud or some shit i kind of want it to be it's the far future you know animals have taken over and humans are gone and the animals all can talk to each other because they've developed speech and we live on the ruins of an old human cruise ship that has crashed in a river <gasps> delta somewhere. <laughs> Sick as fuck. Dude, oh that's my amazing. god. Uh, so it's like that, yeah. so it's like we're like in the in the post apocalypse. There's like a, a, a human sized ship and a bunch of animal sized animals inhabiting the human sized ship. Is that what we're what we're vibing with? I think so. That sounds amazing. That that's sounds really so cool. cool. Yeah, we yeah. welcome to Carnival, you know. <laughs> yes okay so it sounds like we've already accidentally not accidentally we've already answered a little bit the next question uh which is where is our home yeah yeah i think yeah that sounds great hell yeah hell yeah um okay that's very good we answered these very quickly uh the (laughs) the next thing that we sort of get to think about is what dark cloud hangs over our heads the most ironic one would definitely be tourism and conformity. (laughs) (laughs) I am imagining now that, no, no, here, picture this. Uh, The animals don't know this because they developed, you know, their intelligence levels after humans were gone. But the beautiful grand city of Carnival has become (laughs) a hotbed for tourism and there are all these rules for the locals that you have to follow so that it's more appealing to these tourist animals that want to see the cool great land of Carnival. Mm. And so tourism and conformity of people visiting are great. I mean, we just want to live on our boat, man. Yeah. True. So true. Absolutely. Yeah. That's really and like having it be like at the at the river delta makes sense because then people are coming from upriver down to the down to the down river to come to this like beautiful hot spot for their vacations and shit. It's right by the ocean, so it's like very like warm and like pretty uniform temperature wise. Okay, so I it sounds like we're all down down as fuck for tourism conformity. Okay, so the next thing that we get to do is we get to make a character, and the first thing we get to do as part of making a character is to pick a background. So I think. My character mm-hmm. is going to be someone that is like forced in a way to to make and sell kitschy shit. So I think I'm gonna go with artist, and like so like my character dreams of being an artist and 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 making it with their art, but like is kind of forced to sell all the shit that you see in in, in the shops by the beach. The the thing that immediately popped out to me is that I want to play a cloud spinner. Cloud spinner is, is like sort of implying that they can like control the weather almost, or that they can like they they will spin clouds for you that looks like they might um like bring rain or or get rid of it or something like that. My thought here is that like this carnival has to be always sunny, always beautiful weather. Um, we're not allowed any storms or anything like that. So I think that I'm part of like the cloud spinning team 
um, of of like and like weather engineers who has to make sure that there's no problems. Oh, that's um, really good. That's really good. That is fabulous. It also plays in with the angsty farmer character that I'm envisioning for myself. <laughs> I think that it. I am a my character's a farmer who just really wants to grow food. You know, I just I just really like mm. feeding people, and I have. Somewhere up on one of the decks of this boat, maybe I've filled an old swimming pool with soil or it's naturally been filled in and it's my farm and I'm just trying to grow food, but like it never rains. I see it's supposed (laughs) to rain and hear these cloud spinners just spin away the clouds and I never get, so I'm constantly irrigating this thing and I shouldn't have to and that's extra work. (laughs) And then I... I want to just, you know, tend my crops in peace, but all these tourists keep wanting to stand in there and, like, have their pictures painted by the local artist overlooking Mm -hmm. my beautiful farm, and I just, can they not stand on my seedlings? I don't understand. I bet there's also, like, a a push by, like, the local government or whatever to replace your, like, to dig out all the dirt and then just make it a swimming pool again. Yeah, yeah, Um, I'm constantly fighting, so I have to make it look visually appealing but then it just draws more tourists and I just, you know, it's a constant battle. That's tragic. <laughs> I think I'm interested in a Mysterio. I, I think actually I want to be some sort of um, might be someone who works as a tour guide or might just be someone who uh, scams people on the regular. Actually. Nice. <laughs> I mean, I'm, really now, that I, now that I've said it out loud, I think I'm, I'm leaning towards more of that. Just kind of showing people around and then you know purloining a few coins here and there or or leaving someone somewhere that puts them in a bit of a a pickle and just being like oh you know i could help you out with for a few coin get you out of this you know pool (laughs) or whatever scam of the of the day depends on the weather so we should also look a little bit at skills so they're a little bit like the skills that show up in blades in the dark um and that they like let you exert your autonomy your authority over the fiction a little bit but every background gets one skill they just get to pick for free so if you are uh an angsty angsty farmer maybe you get to pick uh scolding or something like that to get rid of the tourists (laughs) who are on your farm or something it's like that's the kind of thing where you can like use this to sort of customize your character to be specific to you i i honestly love the idea of just (laughs) like i i am an inherent scold I know how to shame people <laughs> when they step on my plants. So I'm going to steal that idea. Thank you, Natalie, for the idea of that course. I consider it snatched. I'm definitely leaning towards something that lets me, it's like good at navigating around the the, the ship, the town, the kind of the, the general beach area. Maybe something like, something like tracking, but not exactly just like tr- looking at the list, tracking is something that kind of comes to mind, but. Can we can make you can make stuff up. I'm trying to. What is the, sure. the mapping? Mapping is one that might mapping make sense might be. for that. Yeah, yeah. I'm going with smelling. Hell yeah. Why? I, I you know, uh, well, so I decided that I'm going to be playing a binturong. Uh, the actual an actual bear cat is 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 what's called a binturong, right? It's like this kind of like sloth cat thing. Uh, that spends really most good. of its time hanging out in trees and sleeping. Me uh, too. They look super <laughs> lazy and they smell like popcorn when they pee. If you had described a bear and a cat to someone that had never 
seen either of them and then ask them to draw the the like combo of that animal they might come up with this there's no way any of them could look fierce at all and it's really funny when you see like the statues or like the gear you know and like the shots of the bear cats but uh so i decided to go with smelling because they are they 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 have a musk the bear cat um mm. and i have no idea what i could use smelling for but I'm going to find it during this game and I'm going to feel good about myself. Oh my God. Incredible. Okay. Yes. I think I am going to pick befriending. We'll get to goals later, but I think my goal is that I want to unionize my workplace. And so <laughs> that's why I have picked befriending to be my, my thing. Hell yeah. So we've got our backgrounds now. We've picked out our skills and shit. So now it's time to go uh, pick a gift. So a gift, like your special move that you get, they allow you to do some stuff they also like are, are a good way to get back your stress equivalent which in this game is called rascality all right i'm i'm feeling attracted to insight for my farmer uh when you ask someone a question they cannot lie to you i think my my farmer has been burned enough times by the local council <laughs> or whatever promising to leave their farm alone that they've just developed this sense do you mean it when you say that you're going to leave my farm alone? Do you do you mean it when you say I'm you're just going to you. take one picture and leave? I'm <laughs> on to really you. Good. I think I think keeping in the the theme of being a bit of a scam artist, I'm going to one not only uh avoid your character Elizabeth as someone who has that I could not lie to, <laughs> but I will also be taking uh cunning when you act resolve a threat with trickery, deceit or stealth. If you roll for it, roll an additional die. I think I'm going to go with intuition. Uh, add calm down the beasts and wild things to your list of hopes. And I think I'm going to figure out how to how to make that work with smelling at some point. I'm going to I'm going to lean into my into my into my vibes. I'm going to take sincerity. Um, sincerity is when you make a new friend, restore three rascality. So I'll just because like I'm expecting that I'm probably going to be making friends, hopefully, um, in my goal to to unionize my workplace. So I think nice. I'm gonna I'm gonna take that. Okay. Yeah. So the next step to make our characters, uh, the most important one is to pick our aesthetic, to pick our appearance. Um, I'm going with pirate's garb, uh, which says clothes, colorful, fraying as part of my characters um selling themselves you know they they, mm. they they like to they're trying to stick out there so that people will uh buy their kitsch <laughs> makes sense makes sense uh i would like to use, actually use stormy eyes i'm envisioning my farmer as a rabbit uh not least of which because i'm just can't help but picture rabbit from winnie the the poo at this point Absolutely. when I, yeah. I feel like that's the road i've put myself on with my that's garden so good and so heated quick suspicious my insightful stormy eyes can see right through you but also just don't not quick to trust i think i think i'm going to go with uh laughing eyes warm jolly inviting um, I think I'm gonna go with rags. I think I'm super poor. I think I think that's like pretty typical for the cloud spinners. We're like we're like basically the janitors of the uh. um, of the of the cruise ship. And so, um, God, we're just like describing Disney World, but as a as a <laughs> as a broken down post apocalyptic cruise ship, Ooh. <laughs> which is Ooh, great. Yeah, yeah. But I yeah. I think I'm like the underpaid 
um like sanitarial worker who is just just here to try to like scrape by um so i think i'm wearing rags oh. also because like i'm probably flying a lot like most of the time um i would be spending flying and like fixing the weather and shit and so like i imagine that like i don't have a lot of time to like pay attention to my clothes and also my clothes are probably ragged as fuck because of all of the like harsh winds and stuff mm. This has absolutely nothing to do with anything, but when you first said Cloud Spinner and we were talking about, uh, like, um, cruise ship stuff, I was like, I bet a Cloud Spinner would be really good at, at making cotton candy. <laughs> that was the first thought I had. That... Yeah, I, yep. I just wanted that to be out there so that I wasn't stuck with I... that. I just yeah, kind of fine. want to call everyone who makes cotton candy a cloud spinner from now on. Yeah, right? <laughs> I was going to say. Perfect. Damn, damn. Fuck, maybe that's maybe that's like an additional duty that the that the customers <laughs> have. They have to they have to make the weather good and also make cotton candy when they're off shifts or something. <laughs> and I bet that that's just extra irritating for them. Like, really? Oh, we absolutely. have to make candy? Can you not I see what we can do? <laughs> I did not sign up for a for a customer service job. I specifically <laughs> chose those jobs so that I wouldn't have to talk to people. But now I'm up in the sky and I have to go make cotton candy for people later. Fuck no. Okay. Yes. So we've all, we've all picked our stuff. So the last thing to do is to pick a goal for our characters. So the goal is just sort of like the focus like what your character is trying to do and so our goal here is like the sort of main thing that you are attempting to do for your character through your sort of turn in the storyline the main thing for these is to make them specific to you because this is what you're going to be doing this is the story that you're going to be telling it's like you attempting to, to do these things you want to make it specific to your character so like for me it's really easy i want to i want to unionize my workplace i would like to get protected place status for my farm hell yeah I want to sell a real piece of sculpture, like real sculpture, not not all this, you know, like this fake glass dolphins or whatever. I want to sell a real a real piece of sculpture. I think I'd like to find a stable living. I like I see that at the the end of this goals list, and I think that one speaks to to me. Absolutely. So the next thing to do is look at the structure of play to get started. In this game, there's sort of like two phases of play that we sort of go through. There is like adventure, the adventure phase, which is sort of like um, like the we take turns telling a story about each of our characters going through and attempting to fi- like find their goal and stuff. Um, and then eventually either someone completes their goal or everyone goes back home uh, to like take some rest and stuff then we go to the downtime phase so after you've picked a home and made characters introduce your characters to each other this is part of why I chose the Binturon was the first when I was thinking about names the first word that I thought of like as a name was smitten sells himself as smitten the kitten so it's smitten souvenirs but like he he hates it because he's not a kitten, you know. He's not a cat, you know. He's a binturong. Um, but that like it gets it gets people in there, you know. You got the alliteration from from the smitten souvenirs, and um, you're like you're like hi, I'm smitten the kitten. Everyone remembers that. That's so good. <laughs> Erodes his soul a little bit every time he has to do it. All right, I think that my farmer is a rabbit. And uh, her name is Emmy. People have read too much, I think, into ancient relics that they've found. 
So she gets people who will call her Auntie M sometimes. And <laughs> that's frustrating because, uh, you know, she doesn't even understand the reference necessarily. What are they trying to say? Uh, but everyone wants pictures with Auntie M in her farmer's hat. She's like, this is just to protect me from the unending sun. Let it rain. <laughs> fantastic give me send me a tornado please please do i think my character i don't i still don't have a species but i think my character's name is productivity um i think me and my siblings were all uh, i think our parents found like a, a a printed out um powerpoint from like a some sort of business meeting and so like our names are all like agile um development productivity type stuff like um buzzwords so my name That's is really I'm good. I am I am the youngest child. My name is Productivity. I think I'm a mouse. I'm just gonna say I'm a mouse. It's an easy one. I am a gray fox, but I think as part of being a Mysterio, I definitely use have other names, mm-hmm. and I definitely have a, a name I use as a tour guide. Um, and I I think most people around town probably know me as as a, I think Lattie, L A T T I E, Lattie the I usually get my and such looks such I look like a coyote so that's really good so you're a gray fox but you pre- you're pretending to be a coyote yes it's a it's a it's a fake identity <laughs> <laughs> that's really good when you uh first said uh that like people thought of your character's name as like something to do with like the world before I thought it was gonna be like the Emmys yeah <laughs> <laughs> like they, they, they make you pose with Emmys that I made. Oh my know? gosh, I, I want that to be a thing too. People show up with these little statues that are called Emmys yeah. and they're like, oh, I need a picture at Emmys Garden with my Emmy. <sighs> oh my God, I've set up shop like right, right across from me. And people. I'm so mad about it. <laughs> I'm like right there. And I'm just like, every day. <laughs> Oh yeah, my my heated stormy eyes are constantly just glaring <laughs> across the way yeah. at Smitten. And I make those I, little I gestures where I point to my eyes and then to him like I am watching you. <laughs> I see what you're doing. He intentionally did this just to fuck with you. <laughs> of course. No, I was just imagining like trying to get multiple signatures out of Laddie for my petition to make my farm a protected place. <laughs> And not realizing that I'm asking the same person <laughs> to sign my petition many times. It's really good. It sounds like, yeah, it sounds like um, Smitten and Emmy have a, a little contentious of a relationship, maybe. I, I think so. Even if it's one-sided on Emmy's part, she feels <laughs> that they are rivals. Right. <laughs> or not necessarily rivals, but there's there's some contention for sure. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. <laughs> Friction. Yes. So we have introduced our characters. Uh, we thought a little bit about the relationships that they might have. So then we can start in the adventure phase and we can just look and see how we will proceed. Uh, so smitten. It's your turn in focus. Describe describe how we, how we see this character. What's the intro? Yeah. So being in the world that we live in, in, um, you know, this carnival, uh, place, um, a lot of Smitten's art uh, focuses around beautiful decay, you know? Um, yeah, so, so sort of like the the decay porn that you see, like like pictures of like 
you know places in chicago or or detroit rather that like totally got fucked up you know and just have have gone to waste uh smitten wants to present that um in a way that takes the porn out of it you know because that's like a big part of why people come to carnival is you know to see what the world looked like before and you know how it's how it looks now you know what i mean so mm-hmm. uh so smitten wants to take romance out of uh out of the decay of his hometown um and so he spends a lot of time um just kind of like urban exploring basically uh on this uh huge cruise ship and like the the places that people don't go very much because it's like dangerous or um just away from everything or hard to get to whatever um kind of in search for inspiration um and he uh brings you know like like a like big backpacks and stuff with him so that he can like collect things to make into his sculptures like weld them together or or whatnot um so he is currently um doing some urban exploration um in like a semi-sunken part of the place so like a lot of the uh brackish water from the delta um and like a lot of the sediment has uh come in here there are places where it's like almost cave diving in places you know uh, to find like these hidden places and like i said he's, he's he's looking for stuff to collect and bring home but He's also really just looking for inspiration and um, kind of like experiencing the loneliness, you know, at the bottom of this huge ship that where, you know, in the decks above him, people are trying to make lives for themselves or coming here to to have their vacation or, or whatnot. That's so good. I really love the imagery of like the upper decks of this ship being like the lively beautiful renovated parts and like the under like the lower decks that are currently like somewhat sunken into the sand being like the rotten sort of underbelly of this place that's so cool (laughs) yeah so so that's so that's what he's doing um i imagine he's you know he's got his pirate garb you know hiked up (laughs) uh as far as it can go so as little of it gets wet as possible um but he's definitely pretty soggy and just kind of exploring what's something that that catches your eye out here like what's a what's a a cool thing that you see let's see what would be at the bottom of a cruise ship like like the lower tier i've never been on a cruise rotten furniture oh that's good yeah 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 i i I would think that like the bottom decks would be like storage or like is that is that where the people that have that have served on cruise ships are gonna be like that's not how it is like like is that where the crew would be? You know, I have no idea. I'm Let's envisioning like the engine room and cleaning supri- supplies mm. and cr- maybe crew quarters, but I'm imagining it being a lot of the like day to day hustle bustle storage to hide the mess down there. Mm-hmm. I yeah, really yeah. like the idea of the engine room being like a place that you go to that's like like super fucked up and rotten and like near destroyed that's so cool it's kind of yeah, creepy oh yeah okay uh that, that that's really good um so what catches my eye is that um like i've been down here a lot this is kind of somewhere where i come to think you know and like his his artsy kind of way like oh this was the engine of the uh of the ship you know this was the heart of the ship this is the heart of my art you know kind of thing oh my god 
yeah like he's he's pretentious in that in that way where he kind of knows it but he still kind of believes it um but for the first time um some of the lights are on on like the old machinery Ooh, ooh, ooh! some shit's going down yeah well now it sounds like a, a potential danger because i imagine the artist in you probably wants to get a closer look at this but if you actually interact with any of the buttons or the things on these old devices, are you going to hurt yourself or the ship? Ooh. Anything could happen here. Anything could happen yeah. here. I'm also thinking, like, this makes me think that someone is trying to sabotage the ship or, like, someone is, like, messing with this machinery down here. I wonder if someone's going to come and, like, catch you in the in the middle of whatever you're doing and, like, maybe put you in a, on a spot. Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm definitely going to fuck around and find out. <laughs> You'd love to see it. Yeah, so the first thing he would do is quickly do, like, a sketch of, you know, what's changed here. Like, like the lights on and, you know, like, like just get the general shading um, so that he can kind of remember it later. But then go up to the console and just see see what's changed. Like, like see why something would be on if there's any... Uh, if like it's been uh, messed with before, like 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 someone's been down here besides him and messed with it, or if something's just started, what do you guys think? I, I think it definitely sounds like if these are on or are active in some way that they're probably like footprints or handprints or something mm. on the machines that kind of give an indication that someone's been fiddling with them. Maybe um maybe you know it's making sound. It's like chugging along now that it's on. Um, maybe there's something attached to it now on like one of the like Ooh. the back side of it or something that's powering it okay that's cool yeah um so yeah do do, do like a, a sketch of that too now that we've kind of got um another angle on it mm. uh, with like some question marks like power source you know <laughs> yeah. uh, this that is where i'm imagining the the kind of chugging sound you're, you're probably used to it being really quiet down here that you can hear someone coming because you're the only one down in this area but there's this new chugging engine sound i think you're so busy sketching that it feels like you're vulnerable here someone could sneak up on you and find you here and you might not hear them coming absolutely yeah, yeah. although that's totally fair although you you are good at smelling so like if Maybe, you wanted to yeah. if you want if someone does show up we could you could you could choose to to say that like no i'm gonna roll for this because i'm good at smelling uh well uh, I, my, I do one I of was my personal goals uh -huh. was to was to <laughs> get the smelling roll in there yes. i was gonna say uh, i was gonna say i think like at this point i'm gonna just say that someone shows up someone's like hey what are you doing yeah from behind you um well i mean i'm literally sniffing around this place right yeah yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. so yeah, I'll I'll go ahead and do a smell roll, um, and and smell what there is to smell. We'll fuck around and we'll find out. Right, exactly. Um, I'll go ahead and roll that. It is a five. Okay. Hi. Hey. On a five, you uh describe how you turn the situation to your favor with your skill, and the threat is resolved. But a friend of your choice gets to say what factor complicates your situation. So uh, Binturong is quite good at climbing and lying low. Mm -hmm. So he does that. He climbs. He climbs up to uh, like like the top of the chugging engine, which uh, you know he's used to being cold and dead. Um, and like at first, kind of like flinches away from it because it's it's you know warm. 
for the first time ever but it's also kind of cozy in a way that he didn't expect <laughs> so he climbs up it and just kind of like flattens himself uh to the ground and observes who's who's doing what here okay um, and, then, and then a friend of your choice gets to, to choose a complication for you okay uh will will you choose a complication for me yes um i think what happens is so you're you're like hiding atop this this engine and you've you've uh, avoided this this person knowing you're here so they kind of come down here and are, you just hear someone kind of muttering to themselves kind of grumbling talking to themselves about something um and so they they go over to this panel and, and are kind of looking at it and um i i think they look at it kind of seem seemed like they're going to turn around and leave but then they stop just in place and kind of you hear them just like <laughs> like kind of sniffing around themselves and they're like Oh. oh shit and so they, they kind of do that for a little bit kind of around the panel and stuff but then they they're just like mm, someone's been here it's what you know that you hear hear them say and and then they kind of like leave the room they kind of saunter off trudge off i believe that some new da- the, the danger hasn't completely left you they they suspect that you're here or that someone has been here and uh we'll be keeping an eye for or keeping their uh not an eye out but their nose out for for that or they might be coming. They might be looking to get reinforcements, or something. Right. Who knows? Okay, cool. Fuck. Uh, that took that took a turn. I did not expect. Sweet. <laughs> um, is this the time where we have kind of a cliffhanger and we move on sure. to someone else's focus? Yeah. I, yes. I I forgot to mention this. Uh, when anyone feels that the current action would make a good cliffhanger, they may end the turn. So anyone can do that anytime. Uh, and then we just move on to the next person's turn and give them the focus. So I think this is a really good cliffhanger. It's like this person's left. Yeah. Now you have to figure out what you're gonna do. How are you going to get out of this one and still get the goods to make your sculpture? <laughs> okay, so the next person on the list is me. Ah, oh, fuck. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, so where do we uh, jump in and see productivity? Yeah, um, I think productivity's days are, like, pretty monotonous. It's very, like, Lyft, Uber driver kind of thing where it's, like, mostly flying around. Um, you <laughs> get, like, a, um, a bonus basically per cloud uh, shifted or created. And so... Um, I'm just sort of like frantically trying to uh, to do as much work as possible to keep myself um, from starving. So I like wake up at like very early, right? Because I have to make sure that the the sun is shining beautifully, that the dawn is not blocked or anything like that. So I probably wake up at like 3 a.m. Um, and I immediately get on my uh, kite, my glider, and start going up and messing with the clouds. I'm not 100% sure what like implement I use to shift them or or build them or something but i like the idea of like because it's a weaving thing i like the idea of just like having big rods or something like giant knitting needles that i mm. use to sort of like that will like attach to the clouds and then i can pull them around with those and we <laughs> we probably have like i bet there's like a, a customer thing where they pay the the company a bunch of money and then we'll like write like special messages with the clouds like people do wedding <laughs> yes. proposals and stuff here with that <laughs> eat it joe's <laughs> but today i think i'm focusing mostly on uh moving the clouds i think that's my job for right now i don't think i'm a very high up engineer i think i'm like pretty low low level maintenance person so that's like a that's like a senior senior cloud spinner would be the person who's mm. making those kinds of messages really drawing art in the sky with them but i am mostly just moving all of the extraneous bad looking clouds the sort of like wispy shitty clouds that nobody likes away from our area 
one of the one of the things that I was thinking about is like when the weather is bad, just the rain is like a pretty like sizable area, right? When there's storms and stuff. I really like the idea of like because the weather engineers are like underpaid, not very excited about their jobs. I like the idea of uh we will move the storm clouds and shit like away from the the cruise ship, but we don't move them very far. So it'll be like it'll be like a massive storm is coming down and then there'll be like the eye of the storm is the is the cruise ship that is currently untouched but everywhere else is raining super bad. Um, I just I can't help but picture just standing next to my farm and my ears start to droop because I see the the clouds part <laughs> overhead and only only our ship is not rained upon. Oh it's so tragic. Oh my god. That that has to do that has to play hell with like people's sense of pressure too. Yeah. True. Like really when you think about it, you're like moving like fronts, you know? Mm, yeah. To get oh way God. too way too scientific about it, but like, <laughs> yeah, that's pretty fucky. Maybe I can get a lot of birds to sign my petition because it's <laughs> <laughs> Right? The local seagull families are all like real pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I I like I like the idea that uh, as you're going to work, productivity sees like a, a sign that says something like like rise high into the sky with the cloud spinners now hiring or something like oh, that. God. It's just like, <laughs> fuck off! Yeah, like 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 does a little thumbs up, or a, a middle finger to it. Um, but where no one can see because she's worried about the senior engineers getting on her case and giving her a write up. Um, absolutely <laughs> yes. Oh god. I bet like I bet like productivity's like uh productivity's the youngest sibling, but I bet her like nephews and nieces and like um her family like her her extended family are all like, Oh productivity, you're so cool, you're a cloud spinner and she's like, No, don't join this job. It's awful. <laughs> um yeah, okay, so I think I think today there's a storm. I just wanna say there's a storm today. So uh, productivity gets to the um, the cloud spinner HQ or whatever um, to the the changing room and has to to put on her like heavy rubber suit um, and get out the special rubber um, kite to use so that we don't get electrocuted and her massive rubber knitting needles and I think then uh, <laughs> spends like most of the day um, just moving storm clouds out of the way. Uh, because like like the the storm is like moving across the like 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 clouds move like it's moving across the area so she has to like constantly part like part the Red Sea type shit like part the clouds and make sure that none of them actually hit the cruise ship and like ruin uh, the customers mascara and stuff like that um, <laughs> so then once once everything's done and I get back it's like I woke up at three I probably get done at like five or something like I work fourteen hour days or something like that. Oh dear, I, I I think I think during your your cloud spinning for the day, mm-hmm. you there's, I, I feel like that's a good opportunity for some sort of like trouble with with the cloud spinning to occur. Maybe like you're um, working with one of the senior one of your seniors or like a coworker to to move these because they are storm clouds and they're maybe a little bit more dangerous. Mm-hmm. And yeah. like maybe there's like uh, you know you're you're up there in the clouds near them and. I don't know. Maybe there's like a uh, lightning. Yeah. Yeah. There's there's like the threat of getting struck in spite of your like maybe 
maybe you get struck could get struck up here by lightning and you're all insulated and such but it still could like mess with the kite or or some part of it absolutely and like i bet like our, our rubber suits are not that tight so like yeah so like it, like it's like we're, we're quote unquote safe but like the safety regulations are really shit and so it's like if we get struck by lightning we're gonna die regardless um, it's mainly like um, minor shocks is like the reason why we have this stuff is that we don't like instantly get fried every time we try to move the clouds. But like realistically, if lightning hits us, we're we're gone. So and and I super can't afford that because we do not get workers comp in this in this hellhole. Um, and so if well, also I get... also if you die, you can't exactly uh, redeem that workers compensation. So <laughs> true true but like even if i survive the lightning strike uh which is like possible but even if i survive i can't we're not gonna get workers comp and i cannot afford to lose that much time so um i am super duper stressed out i think i have a friend um that i work with what is their name i like shannon shannon oh that's good that's very that's very menial job co-worker that you bitch bitch about shit with (laughs) Yes. Okay. Yes. So Shannon is here. And I think that I'm like, I think I'm more than anything worried that Shannon is going to get struck by lightning because I know that Shannon has kids. And if Shannon, like if I lose out, I can probably like move in with my my brother and his kids. But if Shannon gets struck, then her kids are going to just starve and she doesn't have any extended family that will help her. So I think that I, uh, my main concern here is like convincing Shannon to, to take a, a back seat. Well, I will sort of focus on being the the main person who is moving the clouds. Is my action dangerous, uncertain, or both? Or am I am I good? Am I, am I chill? I feel like that's really dangerous because I, I feel like I'm envisioning cloud spinning requires a lot of cooperation. Yeah, uh, which is probably part of the reason. Like yeah. you do want to unionize, you want to unite because you all have to work together anyway. Let's work together against the man too. But. <laughs> So if you're trying to shield someone from getting hurt, Shannon might be safer, but it might actually mean that you lose control of the whole cloud bank and anything could happen. Maybe, you know, maybe you dodged the lightning, but what if the entire storm sweeps over Carnival because you lost that control? Or over a corner of Carnival, and yeah. then I lose my pay and get yeah. Fired even and a shit. bit of that boat gets wet, and it you know those higher yeah. ups are coming down on you. Yeah, fuck. Oh no. Okay. Oh, bad vibes. So it sounds like it's dangerous. So Elizabeth, how have I made myself vulnerable? I think physically, you're you might be able to manage it, but that cloud bank is going out of control, as they say. When it rains, it pours consequences. <laughs> And so <laughs> that rain is headed towards the boat and at least some of it's going to get going to get there. So I think I'm going to roll for this. I'm going to roll flying to try to like get in front of the cloud bank and try to like like move it out of the way before it can hit the ship. Uh, I rolled a one. Oh, <sighs> yippee. Yeehaw. When, when you roll a three minus you, I should also say you get practice with that skill. And when you get three practice, you get an extra dot in that skill. Uh, I super beefed that. Um, fuck. <laughs> Describe how the situation goes completely wrong, and I am put in perilous danger. But a friend gets to, uh, but a friend of my choice gets to say what sliver of hope remains for me. Yeah, the cloud bank is like definitely out of control, and uh, if I don't get out of the way, I think that I'm gonna get caught in the in the in the thundercloud, and that is the worst possible outcome. I think that's even like almost worse than getting struck by lightning because like 
um, when you're actually caught inside of the thundercloud, it's just like constant static electricity um, and from all directions, which means that your shitty suit is not going to protect you at all. And then it's just like basically a, a, a death sentence. And I have to imagine even if you did survive that, it's like you're just discombobulated. You're in the middle of the cloud, not knowing where you are. Yeah. You, you might like the, the clouds might eventually move on and you're not even near Carnival anymore. Oh, shit. Yeah. Fuck. God. Rip. <laughs> When it rains, it pours, and you're not in Kansas anymore, as they say. As they say. Everybody says that. Hmm? Everybody says that. Super mm-hmm. <laughs> It's a very common phrase. Um, so I'm going to pick... Well, what is my, what is my hope? <laughs> uh, Please give me a good one. <laughs> someone appears to help. Old Sh- uh, Shannon sees your, the trouble you're in, and she comes in to try and help with either getting you out of the cloud and just calling it a wash or wrangling the cloud um like trying to get it under control in some way oh thanks shannon you're shannon appears what what would shannon pick would shannon pick to save me or to save her job what do you think mike shannon is kind of moved by you trying to stick your neck out uh for her Hmm. and like Uh like kind of believes in your leadership more for this um, kind of thingy thing thing that you're trying to do the thing with the thing you know <laughs> yeah I know Shannon hasn't learned the words for unionization but she knows that <laughs> right. productivity seems cooler than she right. did earlier today that that's it uh, so I think Shannon would try to save you the future thingy thing uh, leader <laughs> yeah. uh. nailing it Nailing it. Fuck, I love Shannon so much. Also, we did not establish what animal Shannon is. I'm going to choose to believe that Shannon's a seagull. I'm just very into seagulls. (laughs) Nice. Perfect. So Shannon um, is attempting to save me. Maybe I feel like Shannon probably like sticks the, 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 the big insulated knitting needle into the cloud and tries to like, she yells for me to hold on. um, And then sort of like drags me out of, out of the storm cloud by herself she's very strong and cool and my friend fuck though it but the but the storm cloud definitely hits like i feel like because like she dragged me out even like more of the storm cloud hits the ship than it would have happened before and there's like a like a, an entire probably like sixth of the ship gets gets pour, rain poured on them it's not oh, like a no. lot and it, and it goes away pretty quickly but like that's a that's a big deal mm-hmm. right Angry yes. tourists are trying desperately to cover their drinks because their decorative <laughs> umbrellas are not enough. <laughs> it's just paper. Why didn't? Yeah. Why did they make it out of paper? Uh, oh that's God, good news so for good. Emmy, though. That's great news for Emmy. Yeah. <laughs> Emmy's looking at it. I'm imagining she's cheering the cloud. Come on, you can do it. I I <laughs> watching the rain come and it maybe stops just like two inches short of her pool and she's like, no, no. So I want one of those other cloud spinners to fall out of the sky. We got this. Come on. Emmy's <laughs> <laughs> got like a uh, uh, if if this were the the modern day, I mean, you would have like a one of those green laser pointers trying to like hit the eyes of the of the cloud spinners <laughs> up in the sky to make them stop. Oh my god. <laughs> It was Emmy all along. It was Emmy all along. Oh, shit. I feel like if, if this is not the, the stopping point for this turn, I feel like the stopping point would be like me and Shannon get back to Cloud Spinner HQ and our bosses calls us in to the, to the head office to be like, Ooh. we need to talk. Mm. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Next turn is Will. Yes. Hmm. Where do we see Letty? I think we playing off what has just been established uh laddie is actually doing taking a 
a group through a tour of, of Carnival is uh, coincidentally in that, that one-sixth area of the of the <laughs> ship. You know, uh, he's kind of giving, like, the history of the area, you know, uh, showing little interesting sights and things uh, on the ship, tourist things, you know, classic uh, tour guide stuff. And then, like, maybe about halfway through the tour, he's, like, I, I think a little earlier, he's, like, he's, he's, like, going through and his ears are kind of twitching. He knows something's going on up there in the clouds but not exactly sure what but he's you know still got to give the tour today he's he's doing uh honest work for now and then like later we get into the the meat of the tour and and then it starts just one drop and then two and then it just starts really picking up and uh before you know it it's it's raining in in this neck of the woods all the tourists are, are like are like asking you like what's going on why is it raining <laughs> As if you would know that. Yeah, no. He's like, oh well, you know, sometimes the the clouds just uh, choose to spin their way over here, and you know, we have to deal with uh, rain here in in Carnival. Uh, I hope everyone brought umbrellas, and he has one of his own because <laughs> he does not out here unprepared. <laughs> no one else has an umbrella, though, right? <laughs> so yes, people are even are kind of probably huddling even closer to him than they would have already as a tour guide, wanting to you know hear, uh, you know him presenting, making his presentation and such. So now he's got like a bunch of people really close to him, trying to get under this one person umbrella, and it, yeah, it's just not, it's just not working. He's probably end up getting a little wet as well because people are kind of like pushing and shoving, trying to be close or get out of the rain themselves or something to, to, to do with it and yeah it's just uh not a not a great time bad vibes yeah I, I don't think he likes people getting too close to him either he's not a, not touchy feely not not touchy feely no he he deals with it as best he can but now it's getting it it's just a little too a little too hemmed in but the the tour is probably cut short due to that um due to all the rain probably you know kind of direct people to somewhere indoors i think hopefully get people out of the rain until it passes uh i was gonna say that that might threaten your uh your goal here to become like a legitimate business person right um uh, like <laughs> pe- people might start demanding their money back yeah we didn't get the full Ooh, tour yeah. oh yes i'm imagining there is a cat who <laughs> took particular offense to getting caught in the rain and doesn't understand why you didn't just have umbrellas for everyone if rain is even possible what kind of tour guide are you and Uh-oh. she goes the cat version of karen on you and she's like right uh laddie i don't think that this is like an official tour who do you think you are i mean i demand recompense my clothes are damp and what if i get sick Huh? I, you owe you owe me. <laughs> we can't just sit here all day. We've got another tour right after this. What do you expect us to do? We were supposed to like go to that farm for pictures later. I hear there's cool trinkets near there, and now what? We're inside. Gross. I have to pee. Oh no. <laughs> how do you, how do you respond, Laddie? What do you what do you do? I think I think Laddie just tries tries his best to get people to calm down and to understand that you know sometimes these things 
you know, they happen and they're unexpected. Um, and I, I think he might actually remember that there is a, like, emergency stash of, of like, rain supplies. Like, some, like, Ooh. towels, maybe, like, an umbrella in, is in this stash. Um, maybe, maybe, like, something that'll, um, can, can keep warm so that, like, people can kind of warm up if need be. Just, like, yeah. some sort of, like emergency supplies kind of are you gonna go grab them yes absolutely i feel like when you get there there's another person who's going for the same stash Uh it's gonna it's like a fight to see who's gonna get the supplies it's a rival tour guide oh no for your supplies fucking tim (laughs) damn it tim yeah, I was, I was, I was about to, I was about Take to like a knife and grip a fist and be like Tim. <laughs> so, it's like, mm. so what do you? Yeah, Tim is there. Uh, is like, is like already sizing up the the stash, looking for the, grabbing a couple of umbrellas and stuff. What do you do? Uh, I think I definitely when I enter and see him like about to go through the stuff, I make a big show of just like, hi hey, Tim, good to see you in here. Uh, I see that you also were caught out in the rain and I'm, I'm starting to make my way towards him, trying to like schmooze a little bit so that I can kind of make, have an excuse to also be approaching, hopefully like grab some stuff while I'm busy distracting with, with pointless chatter. I think about like, what, what, what species is Tim? What's Tim's vibe? He's a real hyena. Ooh, ooh. Oh <laughs> shit. Tim seems like a bastard. <laughs> it's like the kind of Tim uses that. that hyena laugh to <laughs> you know good. make customers feel at home but he uses it against his rivals to hurt their oh, feelings yeah. oh, so I think he very sees, intimidating he sees you and he laughs at you yeah with that well, hyena I... laugh <laughs> well yeah I was caught out here but luckily I keep the stash <laughs> <laughs> Sucks to be you. You look pretty, pretty wet there, bud. Yeah, I was caught Fuck out. Tim. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Just like yeah, it's just like you know, trying to still keep it at a, a, a playful banter, you know, kind of friendly chatting. And it's just like yeah, I was was caught out uh, along with my tour group. Uh, I'm just here to grab some some of the supplies so I can get them all dried and warmed and hopefully out of the rain, you know. Uh, just so you know, one of your spots is kind of running there. <laughs> oh! Because he's, like, he's in disguise as the coyote. Right. Uh, I, I do have some. Your some gray things. fur is showing through your coyote makeup. Yeesh. Yeesh. Uh, I'm, having a real, I'm having a real great day. Uh, I think might like uh, kind of grab for one of those towels real quick just to kind of put it on my head or whatever so that it kind of can kind of hide that smudge as it were i feel like i feel like tim would grab your wrist and be like what are you doing this is my supplies and like try to stop you fair yeah this seems kind of dangerous in that like he like he's now putting your identity at risk right like that's that's like a yeah, big true. danger to to laddie right yeah i, I don't want to necessarily go back out there and not be the tour guide that they were expecting you know it's like right. who's this <laughs> who's this and it's like this is not laddie if it's dangerous a friend will tell you how you've made yourself vulnerable yeah i i suppose I've, i'm vulnerable to either exposure or to tim if if tim decides to get a little rough mm-hmm. i feel like tim would go for exposure over like 
beating you up or something. <laughs> Tim seems like the kind of the kind of person who like enjoys humiliating people and like putting you down on like a social level and not necessarily someone who goes worse with his fists. Mm. I feel like Tim might go out and show off his plethora of towels and umbrellas and be like well obviously i'm the superior tour and and literally point and laugh at you if you don't get a similar stash for your tour customers i know that i said tim is a bastard but y'all are like really like tim is a bastard (laughs) holy shit this dude sucks i love the idea of of just like an evil tour guide you know (laughs) It's certainly a rare occurrence. <laughs> so, um, so Laddie, do you just let him walk all over you, or like, how are you gonna, how are you gonna assert yourself? Good question. I think I'm going to let Tim have these because I know of another stash, and I know that this one is a is a more hidden. It's it's one that only only I know of, the one that I've kind of set up myself. For these kinds of emergencies so it's, it's not gonna have as much and it's gonna probably end up taking me a little more time to get back to my group but it'll just work out to have less like conflict with with tim who i generally don't want to deal with on a good day so fair who can blame you uh the customers will that's true yes they can blame <laughs> you <laughs> yeah objectively true so yeah I, I look to tim and i say well yes i i, I suppose uh today you you have the day, Tim. Uh, well well done, well done. Uh, I'm glad that uh, things are looking up for you, for once. I I just want to say that I really love this like ruthless world of tour guides that we've created here, where it's like <laughs> you have built your own stash of potential rain supplies that you've hidden yourself so that the other tour guides won't get out get it out from you and like steal away <laughs> your shit. This is so fucking funny. I probably also have like these general drops any for like other other reasons for you know my my sneaking around and, mm-hmm. and uh, looting as it were so i take that parting shot at tim and i run off scamper off to try and get to that other spot i probably end up having to circle back around to my tour groups so they're going to see me with nothing in hand maybe like just kind of zoom past and you know will be <laughs> extra angry at me for not having anything to uh, help them. At oh, this for moment. sure. They're all gonna. They're all gonna write up complaints after the tour. Oh stuff. yes. Oh, the Yelp <laughs> reviews. Oh. Oh. I'm sorry. I'm just imagining now that Yelp is just a dog that goes around <laughs> yelping out people's reviews. <laughs> yep. It is now this for sure. Pickford says that Lattie's tour was lacking in accommodations for the rain. Just a Jack Russell Terrier. One out of five stars. Just like goes around barking out the reviews. Oh my god. <laughs> he didn't even have supplies for the rain. Can you believe this? Unprofessional. So do we think that's a good cut off point uh, of yeah, scene transition? The kind of like running off, running past the tour group I've I've failed to help with the rain as they are yelling at my back as I'm running to the other supply spot. <laughs> Will you make it better with your new supplies? Will you not? We'll find out. Find out. <laughs> Play to find out. Man, now I'm upset I didn't make the better business Binturong. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think it's safe. we can we can definitely say there's more than one Binturong 
They can be. They can be a bez- There's better still a BBB somewhere. Right. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Okay. So yes, yeah, so you can totally say that. That's a that's a good cliffhanger spot. So, Emmy, what's she up to? All right, Emmy is going through her normal day of farming. She's got her sun hat on, and she's been watching because she has her weather watching skill. She's been watching for the storm to come in, and she is devastated because the storm looked like it was going to hit, and then, as always, those cloud spinners spun it out of the way. And even when part of the boat finally, finally saw rain, her farm, of course not, never. So she has decided that she is going to take her little clipboard and she's going to go and get some signatures for her petition. She's had enough of this. We need to make Emmy's farm a protected place, you know? Like, she has rights, darn it. So she takes her clipboard and she is going to set off and try to get as many signatures as she can. She sees that at least that artist across the way isn't actively selling at his stand because, ugh, then she couldn't dare leave her garden alone. That draws the tourists in. So she she walks past the closed art stand and she's going to go kind of semi-accost the first person she sees. <laughs> I want to say that um, for my own sake of humor, I want to say that the first like person, like the first group that you see is this is the group of um, tourists that uh, Letty, Letty, abandoned to go find yes. supplies we're yeah. all furious and 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 wet and angry they're lining up to talk to yelp <laughs> yes yeah, so so emmy chart charges up and and kind of interrupts and says hi i i have a petition here i think that you would all be very interested in signing i would Is like this to about make... the tour guide Are you, it's I... your petition to get that 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 coyote fired I would, I would sign that. Yeah, I'll sign that. Uh, that well, uh, te- technically no, but it could in a roundabout way. I see that garden over there. I would like to make it a protected place so that that garden is here to stay and grow food for the people of Carnival, because we have to eat. I still have to pee. <laughs> Not in the garden. <laughs> Okay, but like, I don't care about you making food. I just want to not be wet and also to have that coyote get his due. So like, I don't understand what this has to do with me. Uh, Well, uh, see, really, it's not about whether or not it rains. It's about the predictability of the rain. And if we had natural weather patterns here, because there's a garden that has to grow, then... You would you'd be able to get a weather report that says be prepared for rain. You know, no one's ever prepared for rain on Carnival, and as you can see, disaster. Mm, I think there's like a general kind of like murmuring amongst the group. It's like kind yeah. of the affirmative, like mm, yeah, good point. Mm. Yeah, the Carnival Council needs to hear about this. Am I right? Yeah, that if you'll just sign your name, right, right here, <laughs> and Emmy taps kind of a pen against her clipboard. That then we'll we'll see about this justice for the people. <laughs> I love signing things. <laughs> I, I think Emmy's ears are kind of twitching. Like 
Emmy can tell that this is this is not the way she wanted this to go, but she's determined to get at least one signature out of this group. She's, yeah, she's valid. Maybe you do get that one, but maybe it's uncertain if you get more. Uh, or yeah. maybe maybe it's uncertain if these will count because they're not like they're they're not people that live here. Like you have to do some creative bookkeeping or something. <laughs> I was gonna say like I feel like you you get one person to sign your petition, but they in the in the comment section they've written uh, that coyote tour guide is just awful. Got me rained on. Totally unprofessional. Like Should they be dis- fired. <laughs> they they mistook me for for Yelp exactly because it's yeah. the Yelp line, <laughs> and the oh, Yelp yeah. also has like a little form that you have to fill out, and so they were like, "Oh yeah, this is it." Somewhere as as Laddie is running around trying to get to those other supplies, he just sneezes. <laughs> <laughs> I I feel like this gives Emmy actually an idea because if people are so happy to sign Yelp reviews. What if she turns her petition into a Yelp review style petition? Okay. And so she kind of, I, I think she 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 regroups a little bit. She's like, okay. Uh, and she stands deliberately really close to the Yelp dog. She's like, excuse me, Yelp. Uh, and, and bustles in and then writes <laughs> at the top of her petition, like, for the Carnival Council... And then underneath it writes, words on protecting Emmy's garden, a, a beautiful, important space. And then she makes the comment box as small as she possibly can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really good. That's very helpful. My email is so long. Uh, yeah, it'll it'll all fit now. See? Yep. Yep. And, and she just <laughs> holds her clipboard out. Just I I need names and contact information right here. You you want the council to hear everything about your stay, right? Yeah, thank you, young lady. This is very helpful. I was I did not enjoy waiting in in that that poor dog sign. So yeah, so if you like like a like a like one of the tourists just goes up straight up and it's just like starts signing and and writing a comment in. And Emmy will worry for later about what to do with all the comments that have nothing to do with her garden. Right now, she's she's getting signatures. Uh, oh my nice. god! I I love watching Emmy like slowly lose all of her ethical principles. As she as she like is like I'm determined to save my farm. Thank you, Bradley Davis. Um, xx underscore Brad the Impaler underscore xx at gmail dot com. Thank you. Thank you, Brad. <laughs> Brad is a goat, and he's proud of his horns. <laughs> oh my god! They won't let me like they won't let me fight the other goats. What the fuck? Messed <laughs> up. That's so good. Nice. Getting those signatures. Yeah, you've got your signatures now. What do you do? You've got your your fake, not very useful <laughs> signatures. Uh, I think my next step is is I'm looking over my signatures and I'm thinking, okay, now I need some people, some, I need one person who actually lives here who's willing to testify to the council because that will lend legitimacy to all of these signatures. Like, they won't right. look too closely into who signed it if I have one prominent citizen who isn't me that they'll listen to. <laughs> well, I think so you're I'm, right next to one. Oh, yeah, Yelp. 
I need yeah. to get Yelp oh my on my side. Yes. Yeah. That's actually like a pretty good idea. So I, I turn to Yelp and I say, hey, hey. And I realize that's a bad idea. And I get in Yelp's line because Yelp hates it when you cut in line. <laughs> and I, I'm waiting in Yelp's line so that I can talk to Yelp and run this proposal. Okay. So you get in front of Yelp. Yelp is handing you the clipboard. Oh, no, no. I actually have a clipboard for you. I mean, I have a proposal for you. Yelp. See that garden over there? Uh, that's my garden. And I Do you think... dislike the garden? Is that the... He's taking no, notes on his clipboard. I, I love the garden. <laughs> I think the garden is the best part of Carnival, and it's important to feed the people here who live on Carnival. You know? You live here. You like food, right? Right? Yes. Yes. Right? So... So wouldn't it be better for Carnival if we grew our own food and people didn't walk all over the food? The council's talking about ripping our only food source out to just make it like another tourist attraction. And I thought maybe you could help a rabbit out here uh, and and put a good word in that the garden's a good place that we should keep it. Hmm. Um, I think I think this would be an uncertain action mm. specifically because as far as Yelp is concerned, uh, people feed on the misery of others. <laughs> just based oh, on, just based on the, um, on the amount of, you know, complaints Yelp deals with like in Yelp's in Yelp's view, this is a very, I mean, it's a sad world, you know, it's very rarely pe people come up like, Wow, great garden. 10 out of 10. You know, would carrot again. You know, like, so you're you're here talking about, like, you know, how wonderful this thing is. And I think Yelp is just skeptical. Understandable. <laughs> do you think Yelp would believe you or, like, believe her? Or do you think Yelp would, 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 would definitely just be like, nope, I'm not going to sign? Hmm. I, I think, yes, a, a very convincing case has been made that maybe Yelp doesn't does think that like people maybe aren't as big on the garden or not maybe like yelp thinks that people like are mostly subsisting on the tourist attraction foods that are around as opposed to like the local uh homegrown farm and 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 produce and such that are, are made here so it's it is uh i i think it is uh more likely that he would decline to uh be witness for your petition yeah I agree with that. He's cynical as shit. All right, so I I think here Yelp thrives on uh, controversy. Uh, Emmy <laughs> is going to draw on her very strong skill in scolding, and she's going to attempt <laughs> to roll scolding to scold Yelp and inform Yelp, actually, you know, you need to take care of the people who live here first, or who's going to take care of the tourists. Don't be foolish, this is clearly a priority. And, and she's going to try to roll to, to scold him effectively into showing up on her behalf. That's really good. I love yeah. that. I yeah. love I love scolding as a skill. I need to fucking put this in the game. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And she rolled a, or I rolled a four for her for scolding. All right. So you describe how you turn the situation to your favor with your skill and the threat is resolved, but a friend of your choice gets to say what factor complicates your situation. All right. So Emmy just lays into Yelp. 
and she makes it very clear look i i know exactly what drives the economy here i hate it but i know it and i know you thrive on controversy and making people miserable but if the people who live here are happy and well fed then we can just let the tourists be miserable and it will be fine and you gotta you gotta care for carnival before you can tear it down and (laughs) it's really good the old care and tear (laughs) natalie what is the the complication oh okay get this list i i want to pick you leave behind something precious to you i think that i think yelp is like okay uh but then he he like sees your clipboard full of complaints that he could be shouting around town and he's like i want that though oh so all your signatures are gone i have to start all over on signatures but at least i have yelp but you have yelp (laughs) okay i i very begrudgingly emmy gives him a glare with her stormy eyes she is she is definitely angry about it, but she hands the signatures over and the comment form and says, I can always get new signatures, but you'd better show up to the town council meeting if you know what's good for you, Yelp, which is food. My food is good for you. <laughs> she hands him a carrot to go with the form. <laughs> ah, the carrot and scold. Just kind of jabs it into his chest a little and then drops it on his clipboard. <laughs> Have a snack. And she, and she walks away. I, okay, so I was, I, was gonna, I was gonna offer that you could resist the consequence. You could like, you could spend <laughs> rascality to like, to, to boldly just be like, no, I'm not gonna give it to you, but you better still come. Um, but I really <laughs> like this, this vibe that you have. <laughs> Under his breath, Yelp is like, three out of five on the one-liner. emmy's back stiffens a little and then she shrugs it off because that no doesn't even matter she has signatures to get (laughs) oh my god okay well i think that's a pretty good cliffhanger yeah 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 i agree agree okay (laughs) let's see mike you're you're in the in the the auto zone the engine room. Um, the auto with, zone. <laughs> with, that's okay. With with <laughs> with this, per, or you're in the you're in the engine room. A person has just left, uh, and and is maybe suspected that you're here or that someone is here, and suspicious things are happening in this room. So what's what what happens? What's the vibe? Well, um, I've only got eyes uh, for that weird power source attachment thing that's now on the back of the engine. Because, you know, as as he's been there, uh, you scared for his, his little bear cat life, he's ruminating on the symbolism of this thing, right? Uh, you know, bringing life back to a dead something, 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 right? Uh, and the idea hasn't quite formed in his head, but he knows he has to have that thing. You know, he's here to get shit. That's a shit that needs to get got. <laughs> and so he's going to try to finagle this thing out of here and damn the consequences. Damn the consequences. Yeah. Meow, indeed. Jesus. <laughs> she has a lot of thoughts. <laughs> She's like, 
Never She's mind. leaving a Yelp review yeah, about her tour. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I think I've used this bit too much. I'm just going to keep going. That's a good bit, though. It's um, a great bit. <laughs> okay, so you grab the power source off of the thing? Yeah, uh, but I, I mean, obviously, he has no idea how this thing works. Fair. Or what it is, even. You know, it's just like something that wasn't there before that's now, now there's lights on. You know, we're grabbing this thing, then we got to go. I was gonna say it sounds uncertain because like it feels like that's a, it would be easy to break it, but also having a functional power source doesn't seem to be the the idea. It seems like the the shape of the power source for use in art is maybe more important. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. I, I'm thinking the, yeah, I think the danger. Like I initially thought, oh, it would be cool if the danger is it, he obviously might shock, you know, shock himself pulling right. it off. But now I'm thinking actually. Maybe the real danger to Smitten here is that someone recognizes this big object that Smitten is dragging away to his art studio and knows that Smitten is not supposed to have that. He's messing with this plan to restart the ship. Oh, that's that's so good. Yeah, well, and so good. It's going to stop chugging along too the second I pull this thing out. So we got. We got dangers and uncertainties all over. Take your damn pick. <laughs> Smitten is living on the edge. Right? Uh, I mean the I mean I have a sculpture skill. Uh-huh. <laughs> like I, I I erased painting and put sculpture, by the Fair. way. I hope that's okay. <laughs> that's fine. It, it it created a good alliteration. Now I have singing, sculpture, and smelling. So. Oh hell yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. So you could you could use your sculpture skill to like Mess, th- mess with the shape and make it look like something else. That seems like a fair choice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah disguise try, disguise try to, it as something else. Right. Put some uh, moss on it, you know? <laughs> it's, a big, it's a big moss rock. Disguise. You just gotta Classic. hunk some moss in your pocket. Yeah. Just for, for special times and needs, you know? Everyone's you know, gotta use some moss sometimes. You wanna hide something, you throw a ghillie suit over it, right? We got the real thing here. Uh, that's that's true. That's true. I can't right. I can't uh, fault that. I, I see the logic there. Yeah, there's one thing I've I've learned from Metal Gear Solid. All you need is a well placed box. It fits the smitten <laughs> aesthetic too for the art. You have this broken object that's just covered in plant life and doing its own thing. Exactly. It represents nature overtaking technology and the, the passing of time and the uncertainty of the future. Yeah. Also, I have to get the <laughs> fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Do take like an extra second to like carefully position the moss though for aesthetic balance and stuff. I don't think he cannot. <laughs> like, I don't think that's an option. Like, like, like not doing that is not an option. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to roll sculpture and it's going to go great. Uh, oh, that's a... Uh, that's a two. Oh. That's a two. <sighs> okay. So you describe how the situation goes completely wrong and you are put in perilous danger, but a friend of your choice gets to say what sliver of hope still remains for you. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I like the idea of um, running into whomever it is uh, that put this thing here uh, and having having us a wee complication. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Or a confrontation, rather. Um, technically, I'm stealing. I think it's true, <laughs> right? Like in insofar as like stuff that is broken and being fixed under a ship can belong to somebody. I guess 
It, they'll probably think it's stealing. Mm-hmm. Probably not not <laughs> one for philosophizing. It's probably stealing to them. But uh, Elizabeth, what's my what's my hope here? All right, I think that you are confronted by someone who says, "Hey, what's that you have there? That's not yours." And I think that as they talk to you, uh, your sliver of hope is that you find out some important information on your goal in that they kind of let slip what this thing is and say, we need that to, to restart the engine. What We'll never get Carnival back afloat if you don't put that down right now. Oh my god. Moss wow. wants to be free. Moss wants to be free. Moss that's, wants to be free. That's, okay, that is so fucking wild. Like, first of all, this is a broken down ship. If they actually put this out to sea, like, it would sink, right? Like, it's- Oh, no we're way. all doomed, yes. There's a lot of maritime complications with that. <laughs> <laughs> For I'm, sure. I'm like, there's no way that, that these animals know that that's, that's the case, but that's still so funny. Well, I mean, dolphins float. Look at them. We've got tons of Dalton <laughs> dolphin memorabilia on this ship. It'll be fine. <laughs> Fuck. So yeah, this person is this person is what does this person look like? Who is this? Well it's gotta be it's gotta be some sort of sea creature, right? Because they're just used to shit floating. I wanna say it's an otter. And that <gasps> oh. it's just this group of otters that is working on getting the engines going because they're convinced that if the engines are running, the carnival will magically float again and they'll be able to, to all the, you know, swimming creatures will rule the day. We'll take over That's the good. ship. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. It actually super does not make sense. No. <laughs> I mean, like, the, their plan doesn't make sense. The the fact that they have this plan makes sense, but but their plan itself is dog shit. Um, oh, yeah. I, I yeah. love this. I, I think one of them's like straight up like, because Elizabeth said that it's a group of them. Yeah, one of them confronts you with that. And I think another one kind of like makes, like, starts sniffing at you again. He's kind of like, hey, that's, that's, he's the one that I, that I ran into. Mm, okay. Uh, I know what to do then. I'm going to pee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. What, yeah. what does that do? It smells like popcorn. It throws them off my trail. <laughs> Are you wearing pants? You or, know, that's a great question. I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I mean, Patrick <laughs> wears have pants, right? Pirate scarf. So, what other like? There are other animal shows where they don't wear pants, right? Uh, oh, totally. Like they just have shirts. So, I mean, uh, yeah, there are. Some. Winnie the Pooh doesn't there wear are, pants. Definitely. Okay, yeah. sorry. No pants. It's on. It's on my character sheet of paper here. Um, uh-huh. I'm wearing pirate's garb. I, I believe pirates are known to wear pants, right? <laughs> I've I've heard of that about Pretty pirates, sure, but I've never yeah. I've never seen a pirate in person though. So <laughs> yeah. Uh. So yeah, I'll say that I that, that I'm wearing pants. Uh, but I mean, this is a common this is a common uh fleeing tactic for me. Right. right. When I get out of trouble, I or when I want to get out of trouble, I pee. You probably have like waxed the inside of your pants to make sure it doesn't like stain or anything. Yeah, That's normal. Absolutely. And I mean, for a person. I mean, I'm, I'm going through like a bunch of muck and and stuff under. It's basically like like peeing in a pool with one extra step, right? There's a slight warmth <laughs> that emanates in <laughs> to the corridor. 
Uh, like, oh, you talking about the warmth of art? <laughs> uh, all the otters are like, what the fuck? Did he, did he just yeah. pee? Yeah, and the then I run away. strong scent of popcorn floods, and they're all yeah. just so baffled. It smells like a <laughs> fucking movie theater. What's, What's going on? What's a movie on? theater? <laughs> I don't know, but it sounds awesome. So I'm, um, yeah, I'm trying to throw them off my, uh, off my trail, off my scent. Um, the peep with the peep popcorn, corn. pee, which I think is more of a smelling role for them. That I don't think it's fair. a smelling role. I don't know because like it, it's, it's like the skills are vague as fuck. So like you can say <laughs> that smelling is both that you smell bad and that also you smell good. But okay, I sure. feel like it could be you are familiar with the skill of smelling and you know one of them has smelled you so you're ah, throwing them so off smart. the scent with your skillful knowledge of smells ah, okay that's smart yeah. um so i'm gonna use uh, three rascality to get myself another die it's two rascality but right? yes two rascality Heck nice. yeah it's a good deal so my r equals eight okay come on big money no whammies five kind of whammy it's like a little slight whammy <laughs> it's a whamish <laughs> <laughs> okay you describe how you turn the situation to your favor with your skill and the threat is resolved but a friend of your choice gets to say what factor complicates your situation yeah for sure um so uh, i guess obviously the the most obvious thing is that you know i can i can lose lose the otter what's a what's a group of otters called click no hmm Okay, yeah. Flock sure. of otters. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I get rid of the flock of otters. Um, raft. They're... A what? A raft of otters. Is it really? A, a group of resting otters is called a raft. That's yeah. cute. That's so good. Okay, that's phenomenal. Um, yeah, and they're on a ship. That's funny. Um, so <laughs> I throw I throw the the raft of otters off of my uh, off of my trail. Um, and I like find find my way to a safe place um, where, like, I guess uh, we're like all running through the bowels of the ship here, um, and I'm trying to stick to the uh, to the more um, dry parts because obviously they have an advantage in the water, mm -hmm. um, and also they're really really bad at ship physics. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna try to like climb on some shit and and. Uh, and get away and like I do the thing where I where I lay low and like you see three of them like run past or whatever um but Natalie what's the complication here I think you you manage to get away from them and you think you like one of the things that you do is you you get to one of the open big tourist spots where there's like a bunch of people and so they're not really willing to expose their identity in front of, in like in front of everyone uh but you're still carrying this giant thing and I think uh, a very reverse a-line cut bob karen sees you with this strange object and confronts you and is like i want to buy that oh shit give give it to me i want it oh that's good oh this is like like giving me what i want but not get but, but not what i need <laughs> oh shit because technically i've made a sculpture i can't <laughs> moss to this <laughs> fucked up battery is kind of making a sculpture yeah yeah the but fear like... is if she buys it will she pluck the moss off of it and destroy <gasps> the art oh no. right in front of you she totally like you would. have to ascertain her motives here right okay oh fuck me 
so yeah, <laughs> so I think I think he's standing there and just like gets this horrified look on his uh, 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 on his face, and then pees again a little bit, um, <laughs> and then I think that's the cliffhanger. <laughs> I I am very into like I'm imagining this is a TV show, just like just like confronted with a stressful situation, immediately pisses himself, <laughs> and then cut to black. <laughs> that's just like that's just such a good such a good image oh my god now I'm, I'm like really invested I want to know what happens next okay where did where did we leave off with productivity productivity is about to get scolded by the <sighs> high ups the senior engineers up. her bosses are coming down I might get fired oh no what is your what type of animal is your boss uh, oh, that's a good question. I think my boss is a badger. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Just like very thick and stocky. Probably has never touched a kite in their life. Mm. Middle mm. manager vibes. Tie is too long for him. Probably <laughs> yeah. has a skill point in scolding as well. Oh, yeah. They call it badgering. <laughs> hey, yo. Oh, my. <sighs> good. Excellent. We'll edit that out of the podcast <laughs> for personal ethical reasons. Um, no, I, if anything, I'm going to have that joke repeat like two or three times. <laughs> and just, just really, really let the audience bathe in the 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 pun. No, I'm trying to think of some some way to work in like uh, like how he's wearing a badge, but I I'm I'm not finding it. So pretend like I made the joke and it was really funny. Oh, I'll edit that in. That's real good, <laughs> yeah. you, you jokester. A Microsoft Sam voice <laughs> that makes a joke. Sound <laughs> just like me. Anyway. Okay. Um. So I make eye contact with Shannon, and we, you can see both of us like grimacing or like like sort of blanching. And I, uh, ooh, I feel like I've got a a more senior friend who's like working with me to try to like unionize. I feel like I I catch eye contact with him, uh, and I try to like communicate to him that I need some help. What is my what is my senior friend's name? Uh Maurice. Maurice. That's good. Mo for short. Yes. Yes. Mo Mo sees that you need some help as you're walk making that walk of shame to the manager's office, as it were. And uh kinda follows along just to kind of in case he can like sneak like get his way into the room as well for this what is likely to be a rough conversation. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like Maurice is well respected too because he's a mm. flying squirrel. <gasps> so he brings his own kite in a way. Oh my god. Yes. That's so good. Perfect. That's so good. He has his own custom made rubber suit so that it will like work with his um flying squirrel flaps. I yeah, So he's got all the great glide moves. Yes. You know, he really <laughs> knows how to glide around those clouds. Yes. Yes. Perfect. God, I love Maurice already. Um, okay, yeah. So I, I, I gird myself um, and I, I enter the room with Shannon, hoping that Maurice will follow behind us uh, to see my boss, who is named Phil. It's my boss, Phil. Maybe it's a little uncertain if if uh, Mo can can join. I think um, like you're walking into the room with Shannon and then Mo's behind y'all, and Phil's just like, "Good, you two, sit down. You, Mo, get out of here." Ah, uh, fuck. I don't like that at all. Uh, bad vibes, bad vibes. I am I'm going to roll befriending to try to, like, 
convince him that I'm that it's chill and that Mo is my friend and that he just wants to make sure that I'm okay and that maybe he can stay with us. I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll. I rolled it. Got a two. Oh. Mm. That's a big okay. Whoop. Big whoop. Big whoop. Oh, actually, I could. I'm gonna spend. I'm gonna spend two rascality and roll another die. Do it. Got a three. Oh. <laughs> it's not faded. An improvement is not really an improvement. <laughs> not really. <laughs> kind of. A little bit. Okay, so I describe how my situation goes completely wrong and I'm put in perilous danger and a friend of my choice gets to say what sliver of hope remains for me. Uh, I think the boss is suspicious that I was trying to rope Mo in and sort of like looks between the two of us and then uh, uh, unceremoniously kicks Mo out um, and and now looks even angrier and more more suspicious at me. And I will ask uh, Mike, what is um, what is my hope? about a threat or an obstacle reveals a weakness to you um okay so he's kicking uh mo out and as as this is happening and you're like looking around for anything that can help your case um because your boss seems real real mad today oh, yeah. um so so your first thought is something else has to be going on and uh you notice uh something on the table that's like you know, normally it's like pretty pretty messy but like the table is very uh organized and and you see like there's there's something on there uh, a paper says something and you see that that's what's freaked him out um but i've got nothing as to what that would be that's okay will can you help me out i think that he has maybe it's like um some sort of day's report about like how how business is going how the cloud spinning has been going that that um they they're having trouble hiring anyone Oh yeah, it's already established. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're 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 having trouble uh, with the signs that are like you know oh we're open for hire, but no one's like buying it. No one's no yeah. one's coming in to apply. So that's that's the 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 weakness he's re- that's been revealed to you. Oh, that's a really good weakness. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, that's good, especially because we already saw the uh, the advertisement. Okay. 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 Uh, I I file that away in my in my tiny little mouse brain as a, as a useful fact, and then I lower my head. Um, to listen to his scolding as he chews me out. Yeah, he definitely chews you out. It's like something you know just kind of goes on about failing to will manage the clouds, and that there's been rain. He's already hearing that there are already some Yelp reviews about about the people getting rained on, and uh, people are very irate with a one of the tour guides. He doesn't know anything about that. Doesn't care about the tour guides. It's not his problem. That's another <laughs> apartment. And so he's like. Yeah, he's just like ask. He's like, give me one good reason, or you know, why don't you explain to me why you and Shannon failed to, you know, do your very simple job? Yeah, like the, the whole give me one good reason why I shouldn't fire you thing. <laughs> Except he does not say that because he does not want me to be fired because he needs right. me here. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're, he's very he's safe. careful with those words. Yeah. <laughs> he does not say fire. Yeah, uh, say fish. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I stammer and I, I i like look down and i'm like i'm really sorry sir i um it's all my fault i was just trying to make sure that shannon uh didn't get hurt because i know that we can't afford to lose another worker and it was it was entirely my fault by um not ensuring that my own safety was also you know in play um and and i completely messed up and i'm very sorry it was my mistake i feel like shannon would stick up for you because we we've have established that you know she did put your safety before the rest of the job i think she says something to the effect of like 
that it was both our fault that you know it's important that we're working that we have to work together out there kind of what she is saying is to your um you know hopes of of getting everyone to unionize and start working together it's you know these themes of you know it's like we weren't we didn't work together it was dangerous out there but we made it work we're we're both safe at least and that is just you know uh, something that we have to just learn from and, and be more safe and, you know, maybe have more people out there so that we don't run the risk of these things. She kind of also gets in something on, on Phil about that. <laughs> I love the heavy implication that Shannon is just like, if we weren't understaffed, then I'm sure <laughs> that between the, you know, we could have handled it. But, you know, exactly. it's it's hard with not enough people up there. Mm-hmm. I love that she's like basically subtweeting Phil here. She's like, it's not <laughs> bad we don't have a good and competent boss who could have helped us with this problem, but too bad, I guess, kind of thing. It's very funny. <laughs> yeah, How does Phil respond? What is the what is the reaction? Uh, do we do we feel Phil? Do we feel like Phil would um like get mad about this or just kind of like like retreat? Like like what kind of is he the kind that's like, oh god, someone stood up to me? Yikes. Or is he like, oh, someone stood up to me, kind of person? I think he's gonna he he's gonna get kind of blustery and bothered by it because Phil has a boss too, mm, and yeah. Phil's mm. gonna get in trouble for the rain, and so why shouldn't these people be in trouble for the rain? And Phil can't force people to work here as much as he wishes he could, uh, <laughs> and so I think that you know he. He's definitely upset about it, and he's bothered to see his workers ganging up on him. I mean, <laughs> that's the real fear. Uh, right. Yeah. And I think that the new uh, threat here from Phil is that he says, well, if you two can't work well together, then I don't think you should share shifts anymore. Oh, <gasps> oh no. Damn. Fuck. That is basically the only thing he can do to us, but that's ruthless. Yeah. And then the organizing efforts will be made that much harder. Right. Mm -hmm. Shit. I have no idea how to resolve this. A strike. A strike. Oh, God. Mm -hmm. That would completely <laughs> fuck up this place if we struck, if we, if we did a general strike. Yes, please. Um, <laughs> I, oh, God. On the other hand, my other thought is. I think, like, me and Shannon are at a good place where, like, especially if I introduce Shannon to Mo, that Shannon is, like, on board with us, like, especially now that he's, like, retaliated against us. I feel like we, I'm in a good space with her in terms of organizing. My thought is, like, maybe if he puts me on a new shift with different people, I'll have, like, new people to, oh. um, to convert. Yes. Oh. So he thinks he's punished you, but really he's given you an opportunity. Right. Exactly. He, he thinks <laughs> he's dividing and conquering, but you're really, you're doing the conquering. Okay. Yeah. So I think, nice. I think, I, but I have to sell this, that that's a bad thing that I, I don't want it to happen. Um, uh, so that he feels like he's, he's, um, in control yeah in control exactly like he's like he's like punishing me so i sort of like look like 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 super like oh no and i feel like shannon doesn't have to pretend and does not understand that this is a this is a thing that i want and shannon is actively like what that sucks yeah she gets like blessed she gets blessed for herself at him yeah and so i like i look like panicked almost a little bit and i'm like please please reconsider i'm i'm very sorry we can we can try to fix this but but phil is like very obstinate like no it's time to it's time to try a new shift and put into a new shift you are so i feel like yeah i feel like 
the cliffhanger, I guess, like the the opening scene, the next time after we after we come back to my turn would be like me on the new on the new shift, meeting new people. Yeah, like we get the shot of, of you and Shannon like like leaving the like like leaving the office. The door the the, the door closes behind you. You both kind of look at each other like. <laughs> Maurice comes <laughs> over, and the three of you kind of quietly whisper. Yeah, yeah, oh, that's good. Yeah. The triumvirate nice. forms. <laughs> take on our shitty boss yeah okay the fuck yeah so yes i think it's a good cliffhanger next is Boo. yes um so i think we come back to laddie arriving at like i think probably the group of tourists who have come to the farm because it sounds like they kind of ended up near there and we're and we're signing that that faux petition that um emmy had made to get to get signatures and such uh he's got like a bunch of towels maybe some sort of warming pad uh maybe an umbrella or two he's just got like this pile of stuff he's like running with and yeah he's he's there with that group i suppose they might already be like semi dry by this point but yeah. uh it stopped raining a bit ago right yeah it, it probably did like peter out or or it's like lightning at the very least so yeah, he he gets there and and starts like apologetically like you know offering towels to people and and uh, you know like the that pad he it doesn't have as much stuff but the it didn't have the these are like nicer towels and like that other spy didn't have a heating pad of some kind so Ooh. it's a little nicer maybe people won't be as mad. <laughs> That's a good thought, but I do think they're still mad as fuck. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> absolutely. He's yeah. Maybe Yelp. Maybe Yelp has already walked off and started yelping the reviews that, that were received, and and Laddie's like, oh. I was gonna say like I feel like once like these people have gotten their Yelp reviews in, um, and Yelp has like gone off to go disseminate the stuff. I feel like at that point, some of their anger might like will probably have dissipated. Um, but also I feel like a bunch of them have probably just left and gone on to mm. the next tour. Yeah since you, you got all shook around and had to go do a bunch of stuff to get your supplies. So probably like a couple of people still here, but... Yeah, maybe, maybe that he sees like Tim with uh, doing his tour and he, some of those, uh, some of the group. <laughs> Tim flashes Laddie an extra toothy smile. Like, yeah. Oh. And I'm just like, oh. Fuck. So yeah, I guess I get those to people and then hmm, I suppose... It's possible that tours, new tours, have been delayed due to the rain because they weren't certain if if that was still going to be going. So they didn't want other people going out in the rain and getting like wet and mad. <laughs> what would Laddie be up to now? I suppose might either go back to to the like his to the HQ for lack of a better word for the tour the tour company or maybe well I'm here at the farm. Maybe I could look into. Because it's likely that I, when I get back there, I'm going to get chewed out. Uh, uh-huh. And I don't want to deal with that right now. Uh, I might They might still think me lost in the rain or something. So maybe uh, here at the farm, I'll look into getting a job <laughs> here. Maybe Ooh. speak with Emmy about if there's any open positions here. <laughs> that does help your goal. Yeah. It does, true. Yeah. That's actually like not a bad idea. Assuming Emmy like actually allows you to help, I, I think Emmy has been marching back to her garden after her encounter with Yelp, and so she might at first be be kind of 
like not ready to be talked to, but she's also actively seeking seeking signatures still. So she's True. open to conversation if you're open to signing a paper. Yeah, and, and Laddie's probably like ended up around at the with with tour groups around to your farm. So you've definitely seen him around. It, you know he's like a resident of Carnival. Oh wait, <laughs> this were. is someone who lives here who's good at talking to people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I think maybe maybe instead of the the job like farming that Laddie would expect, Emmy says, I you know, I don't need help on the farm, but what I do need is someone who can collect signatures. Yeah, Laddie like rubbing his hands for a minute, just kind of thinking about that. Cause you know, he's as good as he is with the tour guide stuff, he's not like super keen on actually talking to people. So he's he's you know kind of a a nervous fellow, and but he's like, uh, well, uh, sure, I could I could do that for you. Yes, uh, is there pay? Uh, this is an entry level uh, position, more like an internship. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if if the garden oh. gets pr- protected place status, then then I could actually you know manage to finish growing crops, and yeah, you know, at that point. Yes. Oh uh, well, like, not now, but later. yeah. So so <laughs> sure. So no. <laughs> <laughs> later, if it's you're getting paid an exposure, though it's fine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's... <laughs> gonna be so exposed <laughs> to everyone on the show. Uh, Laddie uh, is about the long term, the long game. So yeah, he agrees. He's like, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, I'll help you with that. If I can get like a, as many signatures to you, and we can save the farm, as it were, yeah, yeah, yeah. Emmy yeah. will will shove her clipboard and pen at you, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, completely fresh, no signatures, nothing on it at all, <laughs> and give you a very emotional spiel about the importance of fresh vegetables and nutrition, and how farming is clearly superior to other activities. This probably goes on longer than anyone would really enjoy listening to. <laughs> and I'm just like nodding along and agreeing though, you know, as a, you know, a fox, my, my well, I suppose I'm an omnivore, but I am just like, yes, yes. Superior. Yes. Only need vegetables. Of course. <laughs> this makes sense to me. Yes. And, uh, yes, is, is, very polite about your your speech because doesn't want to ruin this this opportunity <laughs> and then yes when when you have given your whole speech about the the importance of uh five fruits and vegetables a day we'll head off <laughs> in, in search of signatures laddie has learned the phrase food desert <laughs> <laughs> yes i do feel like laddie would be way better at getting signatures um, than Emmy. You were lectures, to be sure. <laughs> I'm just curious if Laddie is going to stick with trying to get signatures, or will Laddie try a sneakier way to make it look like there's support? Oh. Know, there's there's different ways you could go about this. <laughs> true, true. Perhaps perhaps Laddie would try an honest approach at first. Uh, go to somewhere, one of the tourist spots, and. You know, there's where there are tourists, there are also some other people with stores around. Smitten is not the only one that ha- is likely to have a kitsch shop. Right. So could go there and, and work and start like going amongst the, the sellers there to get signatures for for this. 
Okay, but this, this is a good place. Yeah, it's a good place for a cliffhanger. I have to wonder how many signatures you can get and if it will actually work. <laughs> so we move on to Emmy. Yes, Emmy. Oh Emmy. yeah, 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 yes, yeah. So Emmy is is watching her her plans start to come together. She has Yelp scolded into speaking on her behalf to the Council of Carnival, and. She has Laddie going around to collect signatures for her. So now she she is clipboardless <laughs> and needs to figure out. I think her biggest threat now is all of these tourists that Laddie abandoned that are stomping all over her garden. Uh and so her her new feat, her new task is going to be to to get them back. And she she kind of charges towards her garden. Hey, hey, that those aren't growing plants there. Behind the rails. Behind the... Well, I, there are no rails, but they keep rejecting my, my petition to put rails. But but yeah, stay on the deck, not the dirt. And she's kind of <laughs> waving her paws. It sounds like it's not really working. It sounds like what's happening. It sounds like you're saying this and like people are not really paying attention to you. You know how tourists are. Yeah, we know. But I, th- I think she is going to try to do her best to... To clear tourists out, maybe is there a particular tourist who seems to be doing the most damage in her garden? I think there's some parents and their kids in the garden trying to wrangle the kids to, you know, like not be stomping off everywhere, having a little trouble with that. One of them is maybe like taking a picture of their sibling, you know, in in one area just to like getting a a great shot of the, the the view that you have from from here at the farm to the like out to the ocean or something like that so oh no they're rooting in my rutabagas <laughs> and and emmy is going to charge over and i think she's going to uh bypass the parents because it's easier to scold children that's true than parents and she is going to to approach the children and she's going to practice her scolding and say you need to get out of this garden right now i I think this is definitely dangerous and uncertain how is it dangerous (laughs) well emmy's made herself vulnerable to the parents reacting poorly to this like how dare you chastise my child and such and such that makes sense i was thinking dangerous in like the literal sense that i was like are these children gonna beat her up like what like what (laughs) oh goodness (laughs) and it's certainly uncertain whether they would listen because they're kids right how does the situation escalate and become worse? Oh, I, I guess I guess the parents would get involved, right? Yeah, makes sense. Are they like, do they come over and be like, uh, stop yelling at my kid. How dare you? You're just taking a picture. Exactly. Uh, I think realizing that scolding is not working so far, I would like to roll a weather watching check. Okay. And what Emmy is going to do is use her skill in weather watching and try to convince these foolish tourists that all of those clouds up there that would actually be raining on us if only it was allowed to do so, stupid cloud spinner core, uh, she's going to convince them that actually it could rain any moment. So they want to get inside anyway. What are they even doing outside? Oh my god. Um, and I would like to spend uh, two of my rascality so I can roll two dice here. Yes. Because this feels 
like it matters to Emmy. <laughs> Gotta manipulate these tourists. That's like a really good excuse. I got a five and a three, so good thing I spent. Nice. Because I, I have a five here. Yeehaw. Okay, so I think with that that five, the Emmy resolves the the threat of these foolish tourists being in her garden by convincing them at least to some extent that you know they were upset to be wet before look at those clouds like it could rain any moment do they really want to be outside oh they fucking book it then right like yeah that's so good so who who so, would you pick to choose the complication uh mike what what do you think what's the complication here so you were kind of complaining about the uh about the core of um of uh cloud spinners right yes i kind of want the i kind of want the complication to be uh to be that uh, productivity overhears <sighs> and like 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 productivity and, and uh her triumvirate kind of like overhear that um and or maybe maybe productivity's boss overhears that and it's just like another knock against the uh like against the cloud spinner like labor problems that they're having i know that's not really a complication for emmy's character but i feel like the boss at least would be like if he heard that would get really pissed at emmy for like messing up like the potential new people to be recruited would definitely get on emmy's case at or least. maybe or maybe he would just charge maybe that's like the final straw and he would just charge up to uh uh he would just charge up to emmy over here and like yeah just like rah. I, I was just thinking that's actually a very real, like, the new danger is I've got the tourists out of my garden, but now the Cloud Spinner core are probably going to side against me if my case comes up <gasps> oh, against the council. That's so good. <laughs> that's legit. Yeah, 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 yeah. As, like, a like a future threat. It's, like, now the Cloud Spinner, it's not necessarily that they're going to beat you up now or whatever, but they're, like, in the future going to be, like, against your case. That's so good. They're the ones that want that darn pool in here. Oh, no. That's so, so good. Also, because, like, the Cloud Spinners are already kind of against your farm in the first place, because, like, if your farm does allow rain to appear, then that just means that their job is going to be fucked. Right. Yeah. So... That's really good. Yeah, they're gonna have to like weave their spin the clouds in such a way where it maybe will rain on the farm, but not somewhere else, and it just makes things more complicated it, for them. Yeah. Yeah, it either complicates or eliminates the cloud spinners if Emmy has her way. Oh, True. I did not even think about pitting those those interests against each other. That's so good. And I think Emmy is oblivious to this danger so far. Like she. She's so used to muttering against the cloud spinners and the the foolish attempts to control the weather that she has kind of goes in, into damage control mode in her actual garden. And it's that kind of moment, like, you imagine in film, there's someone, like, off in the distance glaring over at, at Emmy in her garden mm -hmm. and, like, making plans. Oh, Emmy's garden? Hmm. More like carnival pool cloud spinner uh comfort zone well, okay we'll need names guys but <laughs> we're going to eliminate that rabbit somehow uh, and she has no idea that that ominous threat like a cloud overhead only there are no clouds <laughs> overhead <laughs> 
That's so good. Yeah, that, that's yes. what's sneaky about it is you don't even see the clouds. <laughs> clouds Until they're spun sneaky. over you. Right. Oh. Hell yeah. It sounds like this is a cliffhanger, maybe? I think so. I think that kind of ominous threat that Emmy doesn't even know about is a great cliffhanger for her. I'm I'm very excited. I feel like the, the next spot we're going to see with the Emmy saga is like, it feels like it would be the... um. Like the not the court case, but like the the hearing. It yeah, like the, next... the hearing for her petition. <laughs> feels like the next the next interesting step. I'm so fucking excited. Okay, hell yeah. So I think it's Mike's turn. Yeah. So when we left off, um, uh, Smitten was. Oh, fi- finally, Smitten had had uh, the thing happen to him that he that that he's been dreaming of. Right. Someone wants to buy his art. Um, but he's suddenly terrified of that because he doesn't really feel like he's made this piece. It was more of a disguising, you know, operation more than, um, mm-hmm. you know, more than it was like, like real art, but he's, but he's a bit flummoxed as to what to do because I mean, technically this is what he, this is what he wants. Right. Um, but I, I think the first thing he says is, but ma'am, it's, it's not finished. <laughs> you know, just like 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 kind kind of like light panics. <laughs> she just is sort of like, oh, I've seen you artist types. You always talk about your statements and what you believe the artist to be when you finish it, but there's something to be gained in having art that is incomplete. The much like art is always incomplete, and I, I want to see in the artist's mind. And I am seeing what is in your mind now, and this I want. Uh no. <laughs> uh, oh my god. That sounded just pretentious enough to be true. Um, I try. Um, um, uh, so I think he's gonna try to convince her to come back in a week's time, right? When he'll be he'll be done with the piece. It's like I I I need to take it back to my workshop. Just just give me a week. Just give me a week, and I promise it'll be it'll be so much better. It'll be worth double, triple what you were going to pay. What were you going to pay? It'll be worth triple that. <laughs> I, I guess that's where the uncertainty is because uh, she's like offers you uh, a, a nice sum for this. I imagine she she's offering a nice sum of money, but that she's also really clear. You know, she's a tourist. She's going Ooh. to be leaving and going home. Yeah. You will have no idea what happens to this piece of art. And she's she's only here for another day you couldn't possibly finish it the way you want to before she's gone that's a good point that's a good point mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay i got it so he has a burst of inspiration here uh not like the not unlike the one i just had where um <laughs> he says cancel your plans for the rest of the day you can come with me to my workshop if you really want to see into the mind of the artist you can and he like does like a thing with his hands that i'm doing that you can't see he says you can watch me work and then like moves his eyebrows up and down <laughs> um so i think i uh, i think i think i'm gonna roll sculpture here uh i feel like, to, I, feel like it, I feel like that works but if you want to oh, roll okay. sculpture to roll sculpture fucking go for it uh, no no no. i'm good if you if you feel like if you feel like that's that's good enough i mean i mean i'm i'm interested to hear will and elizabeth's opinions but i mean i was sold by the flourish of the hand so. yeah 
Yeah, I was. I, I think the flourish and the eyebrows, especially because with the pirate's garb, I'm imagining that he's got a, a fake eye patch <laughs> that he has just perched on a brow while he's not manning his art stall. And so this little fake eye patch is just bobbing up and down as he expressively flourishes and raises his eyebrows. That's fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's great. Yeah, so I think he takes this woman, who I'm going to call Tracy, back to his habitat, we'll say. His artist bungalow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, I'm imagining it's actually uh, the, the lifeguard tower from next <laughs> to the pool that is now Emmy's garden oh. is where his shack is. Oh, and it's yeah. up in the tower that he climbs up and does his art. Yeah, the, the bottom part of the tower, I've like draped some some stuff over so it's like a little shop under there yes so good that's okay. so good and you have a great view to be inspired by right yeah. yeah okay cool so he so he climbs up there um he gets to work and he's uh and, and he works all night uh talking with tracy and uh like you know he's working adding you know scraps of scraps of metal that he's found to this thing he buys a potato from from Emmy because um, he needs another power source, right? To add on to the thing that he's making. And basically, when it when it uh, is all said and done, it's it's basically like a kitschy little Christmas tree. Oh my god! Basically, nice. Yeah. So it and like like he like he sits back and he's like, oh, "This looks like shit." Like. <laughs> But then he hits the then he hits the switch, you know, and all the lights come on from it, and he's like, "Okay, that's kind of cute, you know, like <laughs> look at that." <laughs> and he just kind of plays with it for a little bit uh, before handing it over. Does Tracy like is is this an improvement or a worsening of the original thing that Tracy wanted to buy? Is Tracy willing to buy this or no? That's you know not up to me. <laughs> it's up to you guys. That's what I'm wondering. Like I feel like this is uncertain. But I don't know what the answer is. Well, I guess I'll roll to find out. Okay, so I'll spend two rascality to push myself because I, I, I need I need this money. I got a four and a three. Oh. Well. That's that's a good spend of rascality right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no kidding. Um, yeah, so I think the I think it's resolved in my favor in that um he's he's accomplished his goal in some way, right? Like, he's actually sold a piece of sculpture and he feels Fuck good yeah. about it. Even though he's like, you know, this is still pretty, uh, still pretty kitsch. He's, he's like, but it's mine. You know, it's my kitsch. I made it and I sold it. And that's, that's better than, than earlier in the day when I was running from otters and pissing myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the day can only go up from there. Yeah, so, yeah. It can really only go up from there. <laughs> Uh, Will, what's my what's my complication here? Uh, I guess this is probably the end, cause right, cause uh, for this story, because he's accomplished his goal. So what's the what's the kind of bitterness I guess here? I think there's a. I think what I'm gonna go with is that some new danger is stalking you. Yeah. How it is is that you give this to Tracy. Um, it very much like they're a fan of of this this moss mystery, and you see them off. You know, they, they go with the with the tree and all that. And I think someone new comes up to your stall and it's just like express an interest or a, a desire for something similar. Uh, oh, my, my, my new enemy is success. 
Yes. Fame. <laughs> now they now that you've made your own your own key kitsch. Yeah, uh, someone else wants that. They want there's going to have to be a, a mass production of your new kitsch. Oh no. <laughs> I've become what you I accidentally hate. sold yourself back out again. Right. Mhm. <laughs> well, I guess I guess the uh I guess the, the I guess the lesson that he learns here is that you have to sell stuff and you like put yourself on the line. It's better to do it for yourself in your way than to have someone else telling you what to do or, you know, making their money for them or something like that. So I think that's kind of what, what he learns here is like, you know, he's still gonna have to play the market, he's still gonna have to make stuff that people are gonna buy. But if he's gonna do that, at least he can do it in his own way. And, you know, doing the things yeah. that he loves, you know, he still gets to go out there and find shit in the in the ship and whatnot. Um, but at the end of the day, he's he's still got to make a buck, but at least he can he can, you know, do it in a way that that, that he can sleep at night. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds sounds good. Oh, good job, Smitten. I'm so proud of you. I'm proud of you, Smitten. <laughs> no one will ever call him the kitten again. Now he's Smitten the businessman. Now he's Smitten the piss pants. <laughs> yeah, well, well, he was that before too. Yeah. Though. <laughs> that, that that's never going away, you know. Some some habits die hard. <laughs> okay, hell yeah. So it sounds like you completed your goal. Yeah, I did. Yeah, I'm actually pretty excited about that. That felt pretty good. Fuck yeah. So we've complete. You've completed your goal. The rest of us are still shut out of luck. But so now that you completed your goal, uh, it is time to do downtime, which is just say like this is like a uh, a way to like show that time is passing. That like we've managed to reach some sort of milestone here. So instead of like going straight back into the rest of the stories, we're gonna take a pause very quickly to like let ourselves rest and train and build and like um, see the world develop a little bit. So downtime is the other phase. So during downtime, we there are like a bunch of actions that we can pick. Uh, everyone gets to pick one of these actions that they get to do for themselves. So yeah, so we can we can everyone can look and and see which ones they want to pick. Okay, uh, mine I actually uh, it's up to Will whether they'd like to agree to have Laddie do this with Emmy. But I'm thinking Emmy would like to connect better with Laddie and coordinate talk about the issues with the garden and really build a bond over what the goal is for this council meeting that is coming up yeah sure i, I like the sound of that because yeah he's having to get these signatures for you has proposed working you know for you in the future i, I think that makes sense if you're going to have a you know an employee it's good to get to know them <laughs> yeah on get how that goes. bond building <laughs> yeah yeah laddie will definitely do this uh chats maybe like in the evening after a hard day of you know getting signatures and uh forging some <clears throat> he comes back with the board with you know full of signatures and uh yeah y'all talk and talk through the evening about like just making sure that uh you've got a, a solid plan and you know what to do with the, the the court hearing i suppose yeah yeah i imagine emmy feeds like she can't yet pay laddie but she will feed Laddie from her garden as they <laughs> kind of coordinate their their hearing case. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. Okay, Smitten, what do you what do you do? Um, so I think the shot that we get of Smitten is uh one where it's like kind of above him and he's like clearly adjusting like a frame, but we don't see what's in it, and he's like got his little tongue sticking out, you know, as he <laughs> got got the eye patch on so that he can better 
kind of like line it up, you know, it takes a step back and it like goes askew and he shrugs and, and then it finally, you know, like, like pans into where you can see what's, uh, what's in the frame. And it's like the first dollar or whatever money monetary unit we're using is like, like it's like his oh, first dollar yeah. that he's made, you know, framed up on the wall and um, where uh, the head of, of George Hippo Washington or whatever uh, was, <laughs> he's like drawn a little, a little Christmas tree in there and framed it up <sighs> on the wall. Uh, so now when people come into his shop and you're like, 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 oh, hey, what's, what's that? He's like, well, let me tell you about the first piece of art I ever sold, you know, and he'll like, nice. so that's kind of his chronicle. That's so good. That's so fucking good. That's great. Thanks, y'all. Oh my god. I feel really proud of him. Yeah, that's really <laughs> sick. I'm proud of him too. Thank you. Um, let's see what I want to pick. Uh, I'm gonna pick feast. It's I think the the shot that we see is like we are at there's like a local restaurant that's like very sort of hidden away. It's down in the 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 bottom part of the ship. It's called McDonald's. Uh, oh my god (laughs) (laughs) yeah so we see them we see them with their mcdonald's happy meals and and we see like three people here and it is maurice productivity and shannon having a conversation over this meal um planning out their unionization efforts and and like like having like a list of names of people they're going to talk to and stuff i'm also interested to hear like i feel like my favorite part of this is um is when everyone is able to participate, but like everyone who who is also at this McDonald's uh, gets to restore the rascality. Is anyone else there? And if so, like what what does it look like? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I'll have a Merc burger and uh, like uh, well, it's so you you have on here. Uh, what do you drink? Are the songs you sing merry or solemn? Uh, well, singing is one of my skills. Uh, so yeah, he's he's like uh, feeling good, smitten is buying uh happy mercs for everybody or murky meals whatever we're gonna call them um <laughs> for everybody like oh one one round he didn't make that uh i was but, about to say oh big spender right i know <laughs> uh but yeah like mostly he's he's just like like singing and trying to keep everybody uh all joyful because he can see the 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 tension that's been brewing mm-hmm. you know w- between the farmers coven and the uh the cloud spinners uh gang from you know from the perch atop his uh lifeguard tower so he's he's trying to sing songs of uh community and companionship that's sweet i like the setup too of the cloud spinners versus the farmers like (laughs) we might actually all want to work together ultimately like on the worker level but Mm -hmm. faction wise there's starting to be a little bit of a split there yeah Welcome to our story about how uh, about how the bourgeoisie uh, makes the proletariat fight against each other. Uh, we'll be <laughs> next year uh, <laughs> when this takes a real, real turn. Um, I think I will do some chronicling. I think as part of like the connecting with Emmy and having a chat about the plans to be made, that Laddie kind of also just makes yeah just makes a big note about everything that happened today maybe makes a note about the the weather and how it was kind of odd the trouble with the tourists um there's a note about tim (laughs) that he kind of grouses it's more of a grousing 
note than anything uh, mm-hmm. too important to the Chronicle, but you know, he, he makes a, a thorough note of the day. He's, he's very thorough in his notes. There's probably some notes about some other people that he might look into speaking with and getting signatures from. Maybe there's, maybe he could get one from a, he, he, he puts Bill's name in there. <laughs> he doesn't really, you know, know about all the division and stuff and that, that the farmers and the, the cloud spinners are necessarily at odds, but you know, never know. So just, yeah, just a lot of notes, a lot of thoughts. That's cute. It sounds like this is where our story ends. We don't know what happens to the unionization efforts of the cloud spinners or um, Emmy and Laddie's efforts to uh, protect the farm, but we'll just have to leave that to our imaginations. Thank you all so much for playing and listening. The intro and outro music for all IPM episodes is composed by Benny James. Our graphic art and logo are by Matthias Grelly. You can support International Podcast Month by sharing and talking about the event, and you can even buy our team members a coffee. Links are in the show notes. Follow us at PodMonth on Twitter. Head on over to internationalpodcastmonth.com for the month-long blog and for more information about the event. International Podcast Month. Celebrating creators, sharing listeners.